Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Al. How's it going? It's going great, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm all right. Hey, Al. You ever try to grow your own weed? Actually, you know, it's funny you say that. I I, I tried to grow weed back in college, you know, a plant in my closet kind of thing, but it didn't, really, did didn't, didn't really turn out so well. No? Yeah, I I might, I got busted by the super. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Because the, the smell, like, you, you smell down the whole fucking hall, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> smell is what really gives it away. So you tried to grow it. I tried to grow it. We all tried to grow it once, and it never really worked out. Today, we have a guest here who sets up a system to grow your own plants. Now, this intense system, he's going to have to explain it to you because it's so much that they do for you. I, I It's blowing me away. So please join in here, in-house, Mr. David Kurt. Yay! Hey, David, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, man. So, when did you decide you would get into the uh, this grow up the business? Uh... Um, well, we were just kind of looking for opportunities when uh, when we heard about legalization coming. Um, ah. Yeah, I know, I know. It's uh, the way I looked at it. It's probably the biggest new industry I'm ever going to see in my lifetime, and uh, I it's wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, interesting. You say that. I think a lot of these. You business guys. Like I'm not a business guy, <laughs> but my boy Al here is a business guy. I, I'm a business hippie. So a business please, hippie. Yeah, use and, the proper and term. Honestly, the uh, we we were at Hotbox two weeks ago, Al, and uh, I I was super impressed with the business savvy of it all. Yeah. With with how I was expecting people coming in like yeah yeah, yeah I deliver weed. <laughs> no man, it was it was it was more pro than I. I guess I thought the caliber and, of entrepreneurs in this industry is incredible. When you look at, you know, David here um, with Abby Roach that we've met before um, and other folks that we've met in the industry and people that we've had on the show, uh, it's really a, an incredible industry that's just blowing up. And, and, and like, you know, it's, it's like you said, Matt, it's, it's not what you expect. So David, like you have a phenomenal idea because really what you do is you come into somebody's home, you set them up in, in a nice little self-contained. Yeah. Tent. How does that work? How yeah, do, like, like, uh, I'm a guy. I call it. you up, hook me up. I want weed. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, well, well, sometimes even within two hours we could be there, uh, setting you up. <laughs> really? uh, it's, it's, it's that easy. So, um, um, literally that's all you have to do. You, you, you uh, call us, you go onto the website and just Book a grow. We don't take a credit card or anything up front. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, we've had a hundred percent success with the honesty of our customers, which is great. And uh, um, we'll show up um, uh, right now. It's actually my wife doing probably ninety percent of the installs out there. And um, and what's an install entail? Like I say, I, let's pretend you're going to put one here. For sure, for sure. So we uh, pick a nice spot that would be about four feet by four feet. A little room around it to work. Uh, we need about six and a half feet of ceiling height. Um, okay. Um, you know, uh, you need to grow in a room that's, uh, uh, maintains a temperature of 18 degrees or higher. 
Okay. Um, uh, beyond that, everything else will be uh, set up within the tent. So we have a, uh, a tent with a reflective inside that we would uh, set up. We have some high-end uh, carbon filters that would go in there. Yeah. Um, we're just moving our grows to LED lights, which are uh, don't produce hardly any heat, and uh, and the power consumption is is uh, neg- negligible. I think I said that properly. Yep. And uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've, I I worked in construction before yeah. and. LED is the way to go, man. The, the oh, pot lights sure. we put in. W- what are you looking at for the cost of lighting uh, and electricity for a grow? And and we're just uh, measuring because we're just switching over to LED, so we're still doing some testing on it. Uh, when we were running the ceramic metal halide, which is what we launched with, uh, we were uh, through the course of the whole grow from beginning to end, we were costing about twenty to twenty-five dollars in electrical, and that's not per month. That's over the course of the whole grow. So most people didn't even notice it on their bill. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you interested, Matt? <laughs> well, I mean, and and what about the smell? Like like that's always one of the big things, yeah. right? Is- and that's that's a uh, let's say almost a bit of a misconception, and I think it's uh, it's it's closet growers like you guys that have <laughs> caused all these problems. But uh, uh, if it's set up properly, um, you're not going to have any smell. So um, with four plants, you're not creating enough smell, enough humidity that we can't deal with it with a with a, a carbon filter. And um, and and that's even venting within the the house, so we don't even vent outdoors uh, with our grows. So I'm just I'm Joe Blow. I got my four plants. How much? How much? Like I, I, I my growing experience is like really minimal. Yep. And usually, I didn't get a lot of weed out of it. Yep. How much could I get off this? Um, what, what we typically see uh, grows are between eight and fourteen ounces per grow. And, uh, Sorry, uh, the cat. <laughs> that's all right. I'm okay so anywhere between half to almost a pound per. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting up there. It's um, it's uh, and we are expecting to get about thirty percent better yields as we as we uh, change to the LED. And and now now what do you use? Like this is soil. This is organic. You're using chemicals. What's uh, how, uh, what's your process? Yeah. Um. So so in terms of the chemicals, uh, we we when we first launched, we had a, a grow that was our, our only one, and we used uh a, basically an AB type fertilizer that you'd have to mix together and and uh, and add to the soil. So we are growing in a grow medium. We chose to go with that versus hydroponic or anything just due to the risk of damaging someone's home. Is so and then. If I've never grown, like how much, I'd be calling you every day, like, dude. What, yeah. Now what? Now that's what, cool. Now that's what, cool. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, like, you, you, do you, does that happen to you? Yeah. No, we actually have a uh, well. We supply process with the, the with the grow. So once we've set everything up, we actually train the customer what they'll be doing and walk them through it. And, right. And any of the complex steps, we'll actually have them demonstrate back to us to make sure they're they're capable of uh, operating the equipment safely and and. Uh, um, and then it's uh, typically about a weekly follow-up with the customer. So so they send us pictures once a week, and we right. just confirm that everything's on track. If there's any problems that or any concerns along the way, we just get a phone call or an email or a text and, message. And what do, what are your customers like? Like, okay, so, again, I worked in construction. <laughs> like, Matt, my faucet's not working. <laughs> do you got any of those people? Like, my plants look sad. Um. You, well, uh, and, and we have great customers. First of all, let's start with yeah. That. Like, what's your customer base? Um, like, I, who, if you were to put them in a room and sort of try to niche niche them together, what like, would they? Is it your typical <laughs> stereo? Like, what's the age group? Or what's is the, it a what's business your, guy? Like, what's the business word what's for that? The profile. Yeah, they're business hippies. Let's say no business hippies. <laughs> so let's say we've got uh, about fifty percent of our customers are are medical patients. So they're 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 people that have so medical prescriptions. Brilliant. 
that uh, are looking for a cheaper alternative because they're paying, you know, $10 a gram. And, uh, and to me, that's the key to your success is right there because nobody really understands how hurting these medicinal people are and how much the, the drug companies, big pharma are not subsidizing this. They'd rather give you free opiates. Yep. Yep. Then marijuana, which to me is, it's mind blowing. So freaking backwards, <laughs> and and it the, blows the my mind away. The systems <laughs> haven't caught up yet either, like like government and insurance and things like that. So, and the industry is so new. So until we get there, this is a this but is a it's great funny alternative. That you guys all thought about this, and Big Pharma wasn't like, "Whoa, let's get on this." Yeah, I, I'm sure they like, have. I, I think there's still an opportunity for for uh, for insurance companies to pay for this. I think. You know, we're even, um, uh, well, we've got a couple friends we're working with up, up in the Ottawa area that are, are uh, veterans and that are uh, working to get meetings uh, with us included with uh, with the uh, minister responsible for veterans affairs. So this is something that uh, I okay. think at some point in time will be paid for and subsidized by the government or by insurance companies because it's a it's a it's a cheaper um, way of providing the medicine and it's safer, uh, better. Uh, it, yeah, there's no no chemicals. You know exactly what's in it. And uh, it's at a fraction of the, the, the price. And, and not to mention the therapeutic benefit. Like we have uh, uh, customers that have, um, um, you know, they gain a lot uh, from a, a, a medical perspective just from the therapy of gardening. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. So, David, uh, it, let's say if I'm a, a cannabis consultant or my I'm a medicinal marijuana patient or somebody who's genuinely interested in either, you know, getting a hold of you to, to, to book their own grow or getting a hold of you for consulting or networking or anything, how, how do people get a hold of you? Um, like best way uh, uh, is typically through the website. Um, if you don't so mind. So Ubud Cannabis Services? It, it, it's uh, the... u-bud.ca is our website. Um, uh, we're on all the social media channels pretty much. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, say hi to Logan. He's a really good guy. He, uh, he, he handles all that for us. But, okay. uh, but the that's your social media through. platform guy. You bet. He's a really good guy, and he he he's uh, yeah really passionate about the business. And uh, who else do you got working with you in the business right now? Is it just like you and your wife? Yeah, so it's me, myself, my wife, uh, uh, Logan, uh, and then we have a, a publicist working with us, and a couple other folks that help us out in terms of installations as as needed. And and obviously business is good to have you know that many employees right now. Yeah, well it's it's uh, it's starting to pick up. Like it's still a bit of a strange time because uh, I think people are still nervous about uh, booking grows. But um, nervous, really? <laughs> what's the biggest <laughs> misconception that you encounter whenever you're you know dealing with a client for the first time? Uh, typically, the smell is kind of the biggest concern that comes out of it. Um, so they're nervous of being judged by other people. Yeah, that's exactly it. Not, so. They're not nervous of the legal <laughs> reasons. They're nervous of like, oh, what if my neighbor knows? Exactly. There's still a lot See of See that. that stigma. Yeah. We talked about that before too, Al. Like that stigma of like, <laughs> that's, that's the other thing that I've never, with this whole legalization thing meant nothing to me because I'm like, well, that stigma went away 20 some odd years ago. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? To me, it was, I've been a big promoter of like, this is not harmful. Yeah. Um. So what, like, what originally got you, like... Have you always been a gardener? Um, like we've always, uh, my wife and I have always had a garden, like a vegetable garden, and uh, there may have been some other plants in there in the legacy market. But so you've uh, always smoked weed. Um, yeah, it's been a part of of my life for quite a while. And your wife always smoked weed. Yeah, for sure. 
So obviously, when you had the idea to, hey, let's start a grow-up outsourcing <laughs> business. Yeah, did you drag your wife into it, or was she like, hey, you know, let's do it, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, well, it was just kind of an idea, because we started, uh, I wanted to get into the industry. Um, I was working with a friend that uh, that uh, was going to be opening up an LP in our neighborhood. This, the, the township shut it down. And uh, so my, my dream of going to work on my dirt bike and gum boots got crushed. <laughs> and, uh... See, there's that stigma still. <laughs> and you know what? I'm really surprised that Burlington has that one legal place. Yeah. Burlington of all places, I thought I'd be like, no. No, we're, well, we're part of West Lincoln, and West Lincoln uh, voted against uh, any retail, in, uh, which is absolutely it, stupid because it's now everyone's going. They go to yeah. get their cannabis. They get their, their groceries. They go have a meal in someone's restaurant. They're just turning business away. Yeah. Exactly. I think the stigma overrid... Yeah, the, the smart people like you and you <laughs> were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make money off this. The old schools who were like, drugs are bad, just say no, clearly didn't see the future. We're, we're, we're at the Binbrook uh, Fair right now at the at the uh, home show there, which is kind of a little country home show. And right. uh, I've had a couple of people come up to me telling me how uh, I'm destroying the future with this cannabis. And uh, what? And uh, well, I'm sure they're not there today because they're the probably Nancy at Reagan era. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask another question. So what, what's interesting is uh, there was an article about uh, and, and uh, I saw this on social recently about cannabis tourism. Yeah. And what's interesting is you're getting startups in all parts of the industry Anywhere from, you know, like you said, cannabis consultants to people who tell you how to do a grow but don't actually walk you through, which is, I think, genius about what you guys are doing is not only do you show up, set up, install, walk them through, you probably got a hotline for all I know. Yep. And when they're ready to harvest, that then what? Like, obviously, they didn't know how to grow this stuff, so now they've successfully... Got their grow, and you guarantee almost guarantee one hundred percent success. Yeah, oh, we do guarantee now, the grow. No, no, now what? Like I'm ready to. I'm, what happens I, I if it fails? I, obviously, we I can't. Reset. Yeah, obviously, I can't smoke it now. It's not ready yet. So, yeah. so what's the next step? Uh, well, we actually have it all in our process. So, so in terms of trimming, and we do offer it as a service as well. So we will send people out and uh, and uh, which again and, I think is brilliant because I again. I would totally be, to put the whole thing on you. And, and and we're looking to kind of add a more uh, kind of a full service package for those, especially for those on the medical side that need the help. So so no one's actually uh, paid us yet on the on the uh, uh, clipping service. Oh, really? But uh, we've done it uh, voluntarily for a couple of our, our medical customers just to help them out. Because, uh, you know, we've got folks with MS that don't have full use of their limbs. and, and See, uh, that's what I was saying. Like, so pretend I'm, mm, you know, yeah. Stephen Hawking here. I can't do anything. Yeah. But I need this weed. To me, that's a brilliant service yeah. alone because, you know, I need it. Yeah. Here I am, but I'm unable to move and or walk. Like, mm-hmm. even, even our hockey buddy there, like, he had a hard time getting around and sitting around right and always in pain and always in pain so some of that fine stuff like that would be very difficult so you come you clip you trim Uh, you you cut it down you take it away you cure it 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 actually happens right in the tent so we have a process where we're within the tent oh so so Um, nothing off-site everything's done on site everything's to 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 be uh legal in terms of the Ah, the the way the laws are set up now very important on site so, right. so what we do is we uh, would trim it, or the customer would trim it, and uh, what we would do is take down the light that uh, that was uh, growing the plants, and we would hang uh, a, a basket up there where the where the where the uh, dried flower will dry, 
or, or the uh, trim flower will dry. And uh, so about uh, typically five to seven days later, we're shooting for kind of that five to 10 day cure. Depends on the environment. Sometimes we get it, sometimes we're a little off, but we can, we can fix that with the humidity packs and other things that we provide as well. And, what about, uh, okay, so I just want to throw out a weird idea. because yeah, I, I, I like weird ideas. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you know how they have these uh, community gardens in, yep. in Toronto, right? Yes. Where people can rent out Even have little plots and yep. spaces, right? If you had, say, a greenhouse type or a structure or something where you were able to rent out four by four sections yep. of yep. this with all your things going in there, yep. is that legal? Um, okay, there's, there's some folks that are working on this. It's legal on the medical side today. So, so you can basically set up a grow location in a site like that. On the recreational side, the the rules around the recreational it has to be your residence. Oh, so, okay, see so that's what I was like. Can, can you just be setting up residence, these? It's not per person it's living there. Four per residence. Exactly. Uh, that that was the other question I had. I'm like, because we have a lot of people here. I'm like, can we all? Uh, well, is this technically three residences, three if, apartments? If this is three apartments. You could have one grow in each one. Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 that changes everything. The prices aren't on the black market aren't worth going that road. Well, no, no, no. But I would, I, I kind of want to just talk my uh, Steve into putting one in the basement, just to see how it works. The the price point on it, it doesn't seem that crazy. What is it, six, seven, uh, we, something? Yeah, we charge uh, uh, like for the service offering, we charge seven eighty nine for the yeah. for the first grow, and then we charge five fifty if you want to renew with us. Now you keep. You still own the equipment, or Correct. does the client? So uh, let's say let's say I'm you know I'm I'm sold on the idea, and I want to yeah. you know keep a rotational grow. I always yeah. want my stuff going. So year round, I've got my weed. Yeah. I don't have. I never have to leave the house if I don't have to. Um, uh, can I buy the gear and then like like how uh, do you have other packages? Yeah, absolutely. So so we do have a, a, a you know if you want to buy the full kit, and it is it is the most complete kit on the market today. Um, we will sell it. Uh, we sell that for sixteen sixty nine, and that includes everything. That's everything, hundred percent of what you need to get it from seed to to weed and cured properly, uh, all the way through your your first grow, and and then you'd own the equipment. Um, we also have a full service package of that, where we'll come in, set it up, uh, train you how to do it, but you'll own the equipment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a buddy. Okay, he 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 was hurting, yep. and this is back. It's a few years ago, and. To the point, like where he he was on so many opiates, yeah. even his own parents who were anti drug were like, no, medicinal marijuana is the way to go. Yeah, and they set him up a little grow up in his place. Now the question I'm asking is, he would have so many plants growing, but he'd also have cl- like it'd be a rotation. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So you'd yep. have these little babies you got ready a to go plant into somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So can you do that? Not really. On the recreational grow, like to, to for a legal recreational grow, it's four plants, and that's it. That's it. That's so it. as soon as you no. harvest that, you got to start from the beginning again. As soon as you, as soon okay. as you kill, cut that plant down, you can start a new one. But uh, well, it's probably it probably works out the best way because he ended up with so much weed. You <laughs> and and you you would figure that out over time. So maybe your first grow, you 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 cut and start over fresh. But if you can make your weed last long enough and keep a mother plant, then you just rotate three. Yeah. And you just take cuttings off your mother and you, but you'd have to keep them isolated from one another cuz when you trigger your light you don't want to trigger the mother and there's all kinds of you know calculated 
things that you need to figure out there, but it, it, it's, you it's, could it's, do it, but it's a lot of work. And it's very, very hard to stay legal uh, with uh, if, if you're cloning with four plants because your mother counts as one and every clone, it, as soon as you cut it and stick it in, it's a new plant. It's a new plant. So you better You've be got to be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, on the recreational side, it's probably okay, not wait, worth wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Who do you got to be careful side? from? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, and I'm not aware of any government agency that's yeah. peeking through windows. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, at the same time, you know, we're we're advocating to stay. Yeah, legal. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and, we, and we got it. And and I mean, I'm I'm happy that the system has finally recognized it, and we are legalized. But I think we have a certain duty and responsibility as people coming from this culture for, for, from a very long time to you know be leaders and 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 advocate for following the rules yeah so that we can shape it it's true i was like i said again i was amazed with all those business guys how you even you guys like knowing the rules so well like i <laughs> you know what i mean like, rules i never followed them before why would i follow them now yeah yeah, yeah. But as soon as you're trying to open up bank accounts and, well, yeah, and deal with go. financing exactly. and everything else, like it, it, it changes things. It's, it's like getting an invoice for your purchase, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny story. Yeah. Matt, uh, did you want yeah. to share that story? No. <laughs> we'll keep that to ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, maybe, you're right. Uh, maybe off the record <laughs> yeah. we'll share that story. But David, thank you. so. I, I want to thank you so much for coming down today. I understand that your wife is currently at a show in Binbrook right yeah. now. So you've kind of ducked out to do the podcast, which I really appreciate. You drove out all this way. Um, it, it, is there any last things you want to tell the people? Yeah, plug uh, it, the plug listeners, it. Plug it. This is your opportunity. Oh, is it my chance to plug now? So, oh, yeah. so um, Plug away, my friend. Yeah, uh, well, a couple things. In the, the, uh, one, check out the website, u-bud.ca. Um, two, we, we do have a, a kind of shared retail space in Hamilton now. Uh, we're working with the Hamilton Hemp Collective, which is right across from, uh, I think it's Center Mall. What's uh, the address? Uh, 1146 uh, Barton Street East. Know that off the top of your head? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had to Google it the first few times, so I, I uh, you know, you punch it in a, a few times. It, uh, Is there it, a phone number that you might happen to know off the top of your head? Uh, um, <laughs> here, I'll give you. Thought I'd test them really good. getting funny. No, no. Unfortunately, it's uh, 2019, so there's no phone line there. So, uh, but you can reach me. <laughs> you can use social media though. <laughs> you can, yeah, hit us up on social media, and we have a full uh, kind of growth set up there. So if you want to see what it looks like and oh, and kind of touch and feel, that's uh, it's there. And, and who's your social media guy he'll get back to them right away right oh, yeah logan is our social media guy and he's real quick at getting back to people and uh always happy to chat that's fantastic well i i appreciate you coming out here i appreciate all your time thank you so much david and uh we will uh hopefully get you again on the show uh a little bit down the line and you can tell us more about you bud cannabis and, and, and how you guys going. are going that's awesome thanks guys i appreciate you having me the views and opinions expressed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Jam Production Company, its affiliates, and or its partners.